episode shit i don't even know what episode it's going to be today let me verify that for you i want to say it's episode 74 let me make sure let me confirm or deny yeah it's episode 74 hello and welcome to episode 74 of r cubed the roaming reigns radio hour today's episode on the road you better believe I'm on the road. I'm fucking 2,000 miles away from home. I am actually in Red Bank, beautiful Red Bank, New Jersey. The world famous Red Bank, New Jersey. That's true. I'm recording right now from the fourth floor of an Airbnb. It's Saturday. May 1st, 2021, and here I am in New Jersey, first episode not to be recorded at home in El Paso in the bunker or in the libraries. Very exciting. Listen to that ambient Jersey noise. It's a little bit louder. It was a little bit louder earlier, but here I am in beautiful Red Bank, New Jersey. I have the beautiful marina to the right, the Molly Pitcher Inn right in front of me, and the rest of Red Bank in front of me. So actually Red Bank is still like eh, less than a tenth of a mile walk south. Yesterday afternoon, I actually walked to Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. It was a couple hours before they closed, so I went in there and checked it out, and it's really cool. The place was empty for the most part, except for Mike Gidham and Kajin, Kajinarni over there. Of course, they didn't recognize who I was because I was wearing a mask and stuff. Oh, by the way, how the fuck am I doing here? Why don't, how did I get here? Blah, blah, blah. Let's get started with that. Big surprise. I am here in Red Bank to join the festivities. Tomorrow is Frank Five Day, so that's what I'll be doing. We'll be joining the festivities in case anyone had any lingering doubts. Tomorrow, Frank Five Day. That's why I'm here. So I'm staying. I elected to stay at an Airbnb. It's my first time, and it's really nice, actually. I will have to give... Um, five-star reviews or ho- however you review it, but I will do so. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I had a finally had a good night's sleep last night after having a whirlwind of a time just getting here. It's never easy getting here, but I made it. Oh, and by the way, I, I've been driving in Jersey, so scratch that off the bucket list. I'm about 26 miles away from the Empire State Building, New York City proper, Brooklyn, everything. I don't think I'll be going there just because of the gas and everything. I could, but that wasn't a part of my trip. My trips are, this is kind of like my vacation, but still. This is definitely not, we're not in Texas anymore. We're not in West Texas anymore. That's First thing you'll notice when you come to Jersey is that it's green, green as fuck, green as shit. 
it's pretty. It's old. It's the East Coast. And for some reason, I keep coming back here. This is the second time I've been here in... Well, the last time I was here was five years ago, and that was a whirlwind. I, I didn't get to drive. I didn't come by myself, but this time, this time I just figured I'd, you know, come and take a vacation off work and do my own thing. And it's worked out for the most part. But anyway, so I should backtrack. Was I planning on coming here? Yes. And thankfully, thank God, I'm here. So the catalyst or the impetus for me to be here was the direct result of listening to one of the later, latest, excuse me, episodes of Tell Him Steve Dave, where they mentioned they were going to have a signing day for Frank Five, like a meet and greet. And that was, that is tomorrow. So apparently all the ants from the tri-state, tri-state area, East Coast, someone from California, who I believe she's already here. And then, of course, your humble narrator, Roman, in case you're wondering, this is our cube, the Roman Reigns Radio Hour, episode 74, El Paso's best podcast, best MFing podcast, best motherfucking podcast. Even though I'm not recording it in El Paso today, but I will. I will do a, you know, a come back home show or a post vacation follow up next week. Hopefully, I get to record with somebody here and trying to land some guests. But if I was to say, hey, so and so, you want to record? I don't know. People are sort of expressing like there's so much stuff going on that they don't have any time, but really, there was time. There's time now. But, uh, oh, by the way, that intro song was Mindfucker by Monster Magnet. Apropos, since I'm here in the home of Monster Magnet from New Jersey. I have yet to see them live, but hopefully one day soon when they start touring, touring again. This is just a testament to what a crazy year it's been. Last year on this time, I was essentially on my back tweaked my theories over there. Glad to see some of that that uh, homegrown noise here too. Because when I record from the bunker, it's the noise around the neighborhood and here it's traffic. I have been walking still. I have been doing yoga. I actually just woke up and did morning yoga this morning and it's nice enough here that I can make tea and have oatmeal and try to eat somewhat good. I... I ate horribly in my layover in Denver. And, and I should start with that. So let's start in the beginning. So I worked all this week, all the way up to Thursday. I tried to get Thursday off, but I wasn't approved. So I worked a full shift, got off work at five, and then went straight to, well, I hung out at work for about another half hour. And then from there, I went to no I got ready to work for another half hour after work which is totally unlike me as soon as work is over I'll just drive straight back to the bunker and decompress so I didn't do that I got ready to work I I woke up at 4:30 almost 5 Thursday morning cuz I couldn't sleep well I slept about 6 or 7 hours I did yoga the night before got all packed up. I, I actually took a lot of stuff out of the suitcase I packed just because I was like, nah, I'm packing too much and I'm I'm pretty satisfied with what I brought. I should have brought like a hoodie and like another hoodie, but no, nah, it's fine. I did bring a hoodie and like a thermal jacket. But anyway, got through with work, went and my friend, she was nice enough to drive me to the airport in El Paso. So got to see her play. I haven't seen the inside of her new place, but I left my car there. Hopefully she'll she'll protect it with her life because that's my baby. But I left my car there. She drove me to the airport. Got to the airport on time, went through checkpoint and everything, checked in the bag. It, it was my first time flying this airline called Frontier Airlines, and I think I'm going to go with them now instead of Southwest as far as prices and the flights being on time and 
just the main thing that caught my eye is like the landing, like the landing on these frontier uh, crafts. I, I got to remember what type of plane they are, like Boeing or something. I have no idea, but the landing was smoother than the ones from the Southwest flights that I've taken in the past. Like I always remember the, the harsh like landings on a Southwest flight. They're not fun. So these Frontier airline flights were smoother, which I like. And so, yeah, so I, f and, and it was the first time me, me flying, you know, post pandemic and lockdown and everything. And so I, of course, I'm going to admit I had some anxiety with regards to that, but so I have, I literally brought a whole stack of disposable masks. I brought my reusable, my washable masks, which I have been wearing around Red Bank, which I will wear to Frank five days and scare the crap out of people. But it's my Penta del Cero Miedo, the Lucha skull makeup uh, face mask, which looks odd when you're wearing sunglasses and a cap and walking around and stuff. But I'm going to do that and... I'm also going to have a pork roll, egg, and cheese since these are very popular here in Jersey. It's it's like Taylor ham. It's just really salted ham, cured ham. But um, anyway, back to the story before I, I got here. So got to the airport. Everybody's masked up. I'm, the, the Everything looks clean and everybody's wearing masks, at least in El Paso and socially distanced and everything. So that's good. Went through TSA. I hadn't done that in a while, and I got through. I always get through the checkpoints at El Paso Airport really fast because the airport is small enough to that you can you know flow through it. There's no waiting. Not compared to like Denver, getting through the checkpoint in Denver is gonna suck on Monday because I fly back Monday afternoon, get there at four ten, and then I have about forty minutes to get to the gate at Southwest, which I know where everything is now, but it's gonna be like hopping a train checking in my bags and yeah so i'm gonna have to literally darjeeling limited it but I, I know enough about the denver airport now that i won't get lost because i spent the whole night there at the denver airport more on that in a bit but so got the frontier airlines flight out of el paso to denver thursday evening it was a quick flight but the flight was full and that was the only thing and then so I got a, a pretty good seat in the first, I mean, the second row. Tickets are pretty cheap, and I joined their little program thing, and they they have this thing where you become a member, and then you can get you know preferred seatings at first, pick your seat, and then bring in one check bag and one carry-on, in which I did. It's I usually travel with just like one. My suitcase was a little bit bigger than this one. The one that I brought is my mom's, but. Um, and by the way, I just this old man uh, <laughs> on the floor level just went to throw out his trash and he looked right at me as I was speaking because I'm recording right in front of the windows, just looking out at the city and stuff. But so that'll be that'll make it into the podcast since I don't edit. But um, so yeah, I um, the flight the flight out of El Paso to Denver. So. I had to connect in Denver out of all places to get here because there are no more direct flights to New York airport from El Paso. There used to be uh, with Southwest, and that's one of the flights that I and an ex of mine took the last time we were here for a live Tell em Steve Dave event, which was actually in Brooklyn, which is still about an hour away. Eh, an hour and change, depending. But So here I am, like... Uh, an hour or so away from New York City, and I'm not really too compelled to go there. Shit, I don't even know if I want to go to the Quick Stop or or um, Collingswood Auction. Maybe I will. It depends. Just because. Oh, and I have a rental car, rental car too. It's just that, like the thought of filling up a, a rental car with gas before I leave is like, God damn it. That's fine. It's not the money. It's like I, I want to enjoy myself, so I don't want to like do everything all at once. Like I have a whole Saturday and Sunday here, but you know, at least enjoying the Saturday. Tomorrow is going to be a whirlwind, so I at least want to get this done and then see if I can, you know, find somebody to record with. I don't know. 
But anyway, maybe I'll just bring my laptop and my mic with me just in case. You never know. But, um, so the flight out of El Paso was full, obviously. The seats are comfortable. There are actually, they're like roomy, like there's leg room. There's, you know, you're able to sit and everything, so that's fine. But, um, it was full. It was full. And there was a pregnant lady and her kid sitting behind us. And, oh, and I sat, I, I don't know where to sit because it just has 2D, so I guess... The D section is for the aisle, and eh, I don't like sitting in the window. I think I prefer the aisle. The The flight to Jersey was fine. It was more roomy. There wasn't that many people, and, and I could stretch out, and there was like an empty seat in between myself and, and the guy who booked the seat out of Denver. So the, the flight from Denver to here was better than the one from El Paso to Denver, even though the, the El Paso to Denver flight was brief. It was like an hour and change, and it seemed like hell just because... I was sandwiched between these two assholes. I guess I sat in the middle, but the kid that that, uh, came in that was going to sit in the row with me, I guess I was in a seat, but he didn't have the balls to tell me. I didn't know. I asked the stewardess. She's like, oh, it's right there. I didn't sit in the aisle. I should have, but I sat in the middle seat. I was all, you know, I set up shop there. All I brought is a phone and my laptop. I'm, I'm not one of these people that brings their, their fucking Switch and game on the plane. It's, I mean, it's it's fun, but then you got to lug it around and worry about it getting stolen. So the only thing that I have with me is my laptop and my phone, and that's it. That's all I need. All I need is Wi-Fi, which the Wi-Fi here is surprisingly good, thankfully. But anyway, so the, it was like this tall, lanky, like white dude flying out of El Paso to Denver. And the people that were flying out of El Paso to Denver... Uh, kind of weird to say the least, but this kid, he sat right next to me and I already had my, my, I don't have like my arm over the armrest, but he's one of these pricks that will fight for some armrest space. And he was definitely trying to dig his elbow into my arm, but my arm didn't move. So fuck him. And then, so the flight's boarding, everybody's coming in and it's almost time to go. And then this other guy comes in and so he, he's like, Hey bro, can I get in there? And the white dude, very passive aggressively was like, yeah, but kind of like motioning, or I guess he made a face about me, like I'm not going to move. I'm like, sure, I'll get up. And, and then I told the guy, sure, slide on in, bro. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I had my earbuds in. He's like, it's cool. So this guy that came in, I think it was Mexican or Hispanic or whatever, but he sat. So now he's in the window seat. I'm in the middle, and this lanky white dude who's trying to dig his elbow into my arm is on the left. So there's that. And uh, I'm looking at the clock. It says 7.39, but it's like 9.39 here. So this is like the one of the earliest times I've ever recorded. If I'm going by El Paso time, it's 7.39 at home. It's 9.39 here in beautiful Red Bank, New Jersey. New Jersey over there. Oh, and you better believe, speaking of, when I drove from the car rental place down here, I put on the Alabama 3, woke up this morning, and blasted it and took some video and felt like Tony Chopin. I had to do it. Now, if I had enough time and gas, would I zip around and go to North Jersey and North Caldwell and go to the Sopranos house? I would. I'd go to the bottom wing. I would, but I feel like those aren't things I want to do right now. Everybody's like, oh, I should go here. I should be here. I'm like, hmm. I feel like I will return. I would like to, and I'm going to, and hopefully stay in the same place. <laughs> I, I do remember some of the places that we stayed the first time five years ago, like the King's, Arm, King's Arms Diner, the Chasing Amy Diner, is no longer called the King's Arms. It's called the Americana Diner or something, but I drove by it a couple times yesterday, and... Um, the place that we stayed, which at the time I was like, it's really expensive. Yeah, I remember staying at a, I think it was a Holiday Inn. It was, it was really far away. Like, I don't know why we didn't try and stay closer. And I'm pretty sure Airbnb existed even way back when. But at least now, now I know kind of like the lay of the land enough to enjoy being here and, you know, do my own thing. And, and by the way, Airbnb is for a bit for it being my first time is surprisingly pretty awesome 
everything's gone pretty smooth. Really, the I, I lost the uh, I had um, my reservations, not reservations like Airbnb. Like I had reservations about things going smoothly as far as getting here when I was laid over at the airport in Denver. So the flight from El Paso to Denver was fine. I bought, I actually watched the Night Stalker documentary series <laughs> on the plane, which because of Brian Quinn talking about it on a, lit, on a newer free episode of TESD, I downloaded that and watched it on the plane. I also watched the Cecil Hotel stuff, but I didn't get a chance to watch that. So I only watched the Night Stalker stuff. It's kind of creepy. I don't, I don't usually like watching stuff like that, but it, it wasn't as, as bad as I thought it was going to say, but it, it did linger with me for a little bit. Speaking of, right before I started recording, there's like a little vanity mirror here on this chest of drawers in this room that I'm staying in, and it has a magnet. So it's either a magnet or a weight or something to keep this little vanity mirror on there. And all I did was adjust the mirror to like, you know, fix my hair or look at my face or whatever just for a second. And then I watched this Always Sunny in Philadelphia a couple episodes. I'm on season 11, by the way. But um, so I did that and then I was getting ready to record. So I switched over to Anchor and got my stuff ready. So I'm looking at the stuff and the the downloads. Oh, by the way, thank you everyone for listening. Now we're up to 2003 all-time plays, downloads, and streams, and thanks for listening to the last episode. I got some feedback that last episode was pretty good, so I appreciate that. But anyway, this mirror, and speaking of creepy, is like I was across the room. By the way, I did yoga in the morning and stuff, so I feel good. So I'm setting this up, and all of a sudden, the tiny mirror falls over. And it doesn't just fall over. It like makes a thunk like somebody flung it off the thing. I didn't think too much of it, but I was like, okay, I didn't touch it. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm respectful here just for the weekend, and then I'm out, and that's good. Also, yesterday when I came in finally to check in and take a shower and, you know, settle in, I did everything, and then I just noticed, like, a vein, like, popping on my left temple, which I never noticed before, which had never been there before, but... I just had to look inside that little mirror that fell over, actually, and the, the little veins there, it's not, it wasn't as bad as it was yesterday, so I don't know if it's just because I spent eight hours in Denver in the elevation, but I never seem to have issues flying or, or anywhere, but yeah, just like a vein on, it's pretty high up to where my hairline is, but a vein <laughs> protruding in my face, maybe I'm just getting older or I don't I don't look gaunt I think I look I I haven't weighed myself in a while but I feel pretty good so I don't know how this all ties together except for I'm having a good time and I should probably finish with the Denver airport stuff before I take a pause here Okay, so the flight from El Paso to Denver was about an hour and change, an hour and 30, hour 45, I forget. So we left at like 7.30-ish or whatever, got there around 9, so yeah, about an hour and 15. We essentially left at 8, but got there, and I think my only mistake I made is like going from there to the baggage claim, not knowing that since I connect there and even though I'm going to have to be there for eight hours since I land there at nine and the next flight out from Denver to Newark is at six in the morning side. And maybe next time I will get like an Airbnb or a hotel, but it seems kind of pointless because it's only eight hours. But yeah, so I'm laid over in Denver for eight hours. So I stayed in the airport. So I went down to baggage claim, my bag's not there, so I learned that the bag just gets moved to the next plane since I'm connecting out of there. So I had to go back through TSA checkpoint, which was kind of not bad at like 10-ish, but they're really rude there. Eh, I, mean, I don't expect TSA people to kiss my ass or anything. I mean, they can, but I don't expect them to, to treat me too nicely. So uh, only other thing is like, I don't know why I brought my Kindle 
tablet, which I didn't even look at. I tried to read on the flight, but I couldn't either. So I think for next time, no books, no tablet, just laptop. But yeah, I had the, the, the Kindle in my backpack, and I was going through TSA, and I put everything there, and I forgot about the belt. Like, I went through the El Paso checkpoint. I don't remember taking my belt off. Maybe I did, but I remember doing it in Denver. But the TSA had to reject my backpack because I had, she said, take your iPad out. There's not an iPad. It's a Kindle because it's small. But anyway, take your iPad out. So I did put it back in its own bin, walk through, and yeah. And then to get from there, from the TSA back to the terminal is you have to take, it's like a super, eh, there's trains to get to the different stations. So, I mean, to the different terminals. So, because Denver Airport is historically so huge and apparently there's like a secret bunker underneath and blah, blah, blah. It looks creepy overnight and when it's empty, I will admit. So that's where I slept. Well, kind of. I, I didn't actually get much sleep. But I slept for like three, four hours, admittedly. But anyway, so I go through the TSA, go back up. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Nothing's open. There's only McDonald's. So I did that. And McDonald's, not too late though. It was like 10 o'clock, so I had a couple cheeseburgers and fries. And it was my first time having McDonald's in a long, long time. Not my proudest moment, so I got a Diet Coke and fries and, and burgers, and that was my dinner. And Because I, I ate pretty well during work, like I ate my normal food, but McDonald's kind of threw me for a loop, so that's all I had. Watched the rest of the Night Stalker documentary, and then walked around the airport, found a place to huddle up after I watched the documentary, and I tried to sleep. It was like the most uncomfortable chair in the world, like a low chair, but is better than sleeping on the floor? Yeah, by the way, there's stragglers at the airport sleeping on the floor. I could not do that. I couldn't even take my, I don't even like taking my shoes off at the airport, but I did. So I did that. By the time everything got open in the morning, I tried to do like a mad dash for the Dunkin' that's there by the terminal, Dunkin' Donuts, but the line there was crazy at five in the morning. So I said, forget that. Uh, so I got myself ready for the flight from Denver to here, brushed my teeth, freshened up, looked presentable. I didn't wear shorts on this flight or athletic sweats. I wore my jeans, which I'm currently looking at now. My travel jeans, which they're getting some sun to hopefully they're going to need a, a wash after that. But, uh. So I got ready and went back out. The line at McDonald's was all the way down the terminal. And so I went to the Duncan line, which was now reduced, smaller. So it was like a half hour before the, the flight. So I had to charge my phone a little because it was going to be a three-hour flight. And it was exactly three hours. And then I got a bagel, a bagel, and an iced coffee at the Duncan at the airport. Unfortunately, I couldn't use my coupon, but which I'm going to try to use today and boarded the plane. I ate the bagel at the terminal, so that's all I had on Friday. That's all I had until I got here is just a bagel and coffee, which was fine. I, I wasn't really hungry until I finally came in here, and I didn't eat until it was probably 7, so I was good, and here I am. So more on the rest of my story and setting foot in the stash in a bit. Part 2, coming up. I will return. Orale. Al rato. I can't leave it alone. I can't leave it alone. 
Welcome back to part two of episode 74 of the Roman Reigns Radio Hour, a.k.a. R-Cubed. Continuing on now. By the way, that was Rocket Freak. I'm doing a tribute to Jersey, so I have to play more Monster Magnet, and that was Mr. Dave Windorf, as always, the architect of Monster Magnet, or as my ex used to call him, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Windorf, or Granddaddy, whatever. Weirdo. I will give it to her. She at least went to see him live. I, I think that'll be another bucket list thing for me to do is if there's shows in Albuquerque or West Texas, I, I will resolve to attend more live music this year or even into next year and live wrestling. I, I was telling a a co-worker, and it's weird for me just to even say that, but I was telling a co-worker that I like wrestling and that I miss going to see wrestling shows, so I'm definitely going to be doing that later this year if if time and, and vacation permit. Also, my, my supervisor, because of these days that I requested and, and all the, the days that I've been requesting, which is another perk of, of getting reinstated at work. Thankfully, they give us all our time back. She said, I'm going to have to, jokingly, so she, she is pretty chill. It's like she knows I do my work and I do it well and I work hard. But um, as DDP used to say, self-high five. No, but she says that she might have to call me part-timer because I'm not there. <laughs> but it's like I'm there and, and I don't complain and I do my work. And, and she's one of the cooler bosses that I, I feel I've had in recent memory. So that's cool. Well, she's a supervisor anyway, like the manager, the higher-ups, the director of our department is, I mean, to be at the top, you got to be a certain way, so I understand it, so I'm not judging her for it, but, so, as far as that goes, and I'm not going to get too into it, but still, I still have to work for women, so. I've worked for women, it seems, for like forever, at least for the, the last part of the decade that I've worked as I've had to work for women. So I'm kind of well, well versed in, in working for a woman nowadays. By the way, I did bring my own K cup and I did bring my own, uh, Starbucks Pikes Peak to the Airbnb because I was told that there would be a K-cup machine and, and I did make apple cinnamon oatmeal and cinnamon oatmeal so that's all I've had for today and I did yoga with Adrian which it's a new month ah oh, shit I should have put that I should have put that in sync song and now I'm going to have to queue it up for the end of the episode I don't know why I didn't do that I'll just I'll just put it at the end of the episode for Jux how about that for jokes and if you don't know the joke don't worry about it but yeah it's gonna be may jokes sync jokes yesterday so you see all that shit online so i'll just queue it up for the end of the episode and say that yeah i started another yoga month i, I didn't do yoga too consistently last month, but I will this month. And we are now 12 days away from me no longer being 37. Snooch, I'll be 38 in 12 days. And, and what a way to, to kick off 38, man. A job, a little more stability, bucket list, coming to Red Bank and, and being able to travel. And, of course, my health. Thanks, thanks for that. Thankful for that. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I was doing yoga for gratitude. Just picked a window, a video, a window, a video randomly. Did yoga for gratitude this morning, and yeah, I stopped to think. Like I'm, I'm pretty grateful to be able to be here and to be able to do these things and be able to record and be able to share it with you people, with everybody. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Nikki and my bud up there in Canada. I, I'm still saying. At our worst podcast, you should. 
you know you're in Jersey where people are yelling clear across the parking lot from each other, which I just witnessed. It's like some people getting in an SUV and they're about 40, 50 yards from the Molly Pitcher Inn building and they're yelling at each other. Over here. Over here. See? That's how you know you're in Jersey. It's loud as fuck. But anyway. Some about a car seat. I don't know. You could probably hear him. I'm on the fourth floor and you can still hear him. Jesus. Jesus. But anyway. Gotta roll with it. So me being grateful. That's what I was talking about before. I get derailed by JG. It is pretty nice out here. It's not as polluted. New York has a smell of Jersey. I can smell the water. I can smell the... It, it doesn't smell to me. When I was in New York, when I was in the subway... It smelled. Of course, it was May. So spring may not be as bad. Summer is bad. I'm not going to look forward to going to the bunker during the summer, but hey. And it's kind of crazy, the weather in El Paso. Of course, i got to bring El Paso up because I'm. this is El Paso's best podcast, even though I'm in Red Bank, New Jersey. Still El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. Bar none. Undisputed. You still can't usurp me. Oh, those that would usurp, guess what? Not going to happen. And guess what? I am in Tezzity Town, recording from Tezzity Town. I also saw the chairs. I saw the new stash. I did. Saw everything. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the gratitude thing, and then I'll, I'll go into the, the stash stuff and me actually coming here and, and the rest of my day so far yesterday. So the yoga with gratitude and just looking at everything and just makes me appreciate things. After last year, after, you know, trying to, get a hold of my, you know, get everything in order and not lose my wits and, you know, trying to get through the whole mess that was 2020 last year. This is, this is pretty nice. This is pretty cool. You see a lot of people walking here, which is kind of nice. I mean, I mean, I walk back home, but it's, it, it, there's no neighborhood. There's no homey feel to home because there's no sidewalks. <laughs> there's no trees and there's no wood. Where I live is not where these people, not where any of these people would want to live, but it's home. I, I still, as nice as it is out here, I still love living in the desert. It makes me appreciate it. I mean, I'll still come back. I feel like I'll, I'll return. I don't know why this place, this is like some type of vortex or some type of cosmic significant location. I have no idea, but I'm here. Okay, so when we last left you, I was about to board the New York flight from Denver to here, which I have family in Colorado in Denver, and they didn't know I was there. So just goes to show you that I have my uncle who came down actually last summer uh, after his heart surgery and mid-pandemic, but stayed stayed with us at the bunker, him and his girlfriend, and... He even helped me fix my car a little bit. He let me borrow his tools. But, um, so yeah, that, that uncle lives in Denver, but he didn't know I was there. And, and Denver's a nice, well, the airport's nice in Denver, except I don't want to stay there eight hours again. So I think next time, I'm, if I have a layover, I'm going to get a hotel next to the airport or something. I don't know. At least get a shower and sleep. But maybe I'll go back to Colorado since the flights are so cheap and, and go to Estes Park and go to the the, uh, the Stanley, a.k.a. the Kubrick, a.k.a. the Overlook Hotel. That'll probably be an, another bucket list thing because I'm not a fan of Colorado Springs or Denver, but fuck it. Oh, and I told my mom that if she ever wants to go to Denver to visit my uncle, I'll, I'll get her the flight. So I think now they'll want to travel more and more. The, the first out of all our family that, that started traveling again, I mean, the immediate family was my older sister, but she drove to Santa Fe to take my niece to a competition. And I'm glad my sister already has her two doses and, and my mom as well, so that she can travel if she wants to. And, and, and I have my two doses, doses and, you know, but anyway, so the flight from Newark, I mean, from Newark, from Denver to here was three hours wasn't bad at all. I watched uh, Mortal Kombat Legends 
Scorpion's Revenge animated movie on HBO Max, which I downloaded. I have this movie on Blu-ray, but I've never seen it. It's pretty, really cool. Pretty brutal. It's just like a rehashing of the Mortal Kombat 95, 96 movie and the HBO Max 2021 reboot. They, they're trying to make Scorpion like the the main character, but it works. I liked it. It still has all the elements of the first movie, plus the backstory of Scorpion getting killed by Sub-Zero. So I liked it, as we say in El Paso. Orale. I liked it, but um, orale. also, uh, not that I want to come back to the night soccer bullshit or Richard Ramirez, because he's a piece of shit. But the fact that he has an El Paso connection and they mentioned it on the dock and the detective that was working the case when they interrogated Richard, he's like, I talked jive to him. I talked, orale, Rich, orale. And, and the detective has to explain to the documentary filmmakers what orale means is a hello, it's an affirmation, it's a what's up. I had to laugh because that is most definitely a Hispanic and El Paso thing, orale. And by the way, I, did I mention that I watched this, uh, the Sasquatch documentary on Hulu? And it did suck. It was dumb. Well, it was an interesting premise, but the fact that they just killed some guys to scare people away, that was fucked up. By the way, and, and the, the guy that's... I think that was a crow. As the crow flies. Crows. Coco. I would have rather had a seagull, but I'll take a crow. Crows are better than seagulls, smarter anyway. Seagulls are like mine. But anyway, the investigative journalist that was looking into the Squatch murders in that documentary, he kind of looked like Tarantino with the hair and the hey man. So and I, I wouldn't recommend it, but it was short enough that I could be like, all right, next. Anyway, Denver to Newark. The flight was fine, roomy. Oh, there was a lady sitting in the aisle seat across from me. It was a lady and a gentleman, and I couldn't see if she was attractive or not. I don't know if she was older or not, but she was barefoot the entire flight. Barefoot. Like, she had sandals or flip-flops, but she was barefoot the entire flight, and it was like, lady, you're on a plane, put your shoes on, but... And the type of lady that like likes to sit up and hike up her feet, like to the side, like curl up into the seat, which was weird. To me, that's weird. I mean, just maybe because I'm tall and I don't, I can't curl up into a ball and do that. But she did that the whole three hours, and then at one point after the before the in-flight little safety demonstrations or whatever, the stewardess dropped one of the sample belt buckle things to show us how to put our belts on in case we didn't know in case we're children she dropped it in and it hit the ground and this lady jumped <laughs> out of the seat in the plane next to me and i was sitting there and i i saw the thing was gonna fall and i heard it fall and i did not flinch but she jumped like out of her seat like scare jump scare and she's like jeez that she didn't have an accent she just said jesus or whatever so she blasphemed and then her old man companion i don't know if it was her husband or what but she's like are you okay it's like it scared me and blah 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 and she's like not the noise the vibration she felt i don't know she she was weird so the noise of the belt buckle hitting the floor scared her because she said she felt it. How do you feel it? It just hit the ground on the plane. But anyway, also I, I, I'll be very proud to admit that I had a full extra large iced coffee on the plane. And for the three hours, I did not have to break the seal. Not until we until we got there. So pretty proud of myself. Did not have to break the shield. And But thankfully, the restrooms are right there. The flight was fine, comfortable. They don't give you snacks on frontier flights. They do sell waters, and they try to upsell you to get the... They try to get you to... Um, oh, there's a girl walking her... Um, I think it's a golden retriever or something like that. And she's looking right at me. So, And she's dressed like a... I don't know. Like a burglar or something. She's wearing all black with sunglasses and a beanie and shit. But people here, or, or girls anyway, like, they don't wear their beanies all the way down. They, they were, like, sticking up. But 
Everybody's going out for a walk. Maybe I'll go for a walk. I will. Well, I am. I just got to get ready. I should have brought my athletic shorts, but it's a point. I think that's if I had to bring another thing to, to bring, I would have brought my hoodie and my athletic shorts. But this is fine. This should be okay. My Mario Mario Brothers hoodie has seen better days. It's like I wore it all through the flight and in my slumber at the at the airport. So it looks like I need a little TLC, but it's fine. It's all, it's all good. It'll hold. But anyway, so the flight from Denver to here was comfortable. It was good. I got in. And then once I get my luggage, which I got my luggage pretty easy. Thankfully, it, it wasn't beat up at all. It was, it was pretty hardcore. Oh, this girl just brought her dog to the parking lot to take a shit. Dog's going to want to take a shit. It's a girl dog because the girl's wearing like a pink harness. I want a golden retriever. I want a dog. I want a dog. Dog, she says. Anyway. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry, so that's why I'm scatterbrained. I keep seeing American flags everywhere here, which is nice. I mean, we have them at home, too, and at work. It's just there's the American flag pole in front of the Molly Pitcher, and then there's an uh, Italian restaurant across the street also has an American flag. Go figure. So anyway, get my bag. The car rental place, a little bit out of the way from the airport, but you call them, they send you a shuttle, so that was fine. I get in the shuttle. The driver is this African-American man. And there's a white lady in the shuttle, and I guess she's dropping her off or something. So I, I board the shuttle. She's there. She looks at me, and I say, hello, ma'am. How are you? She just stared at me. I didn't scream at her. Like, I said it loud enough where you can hear, but she just stared. I'm like, okay, that's how it is. Jersey, fine. It, it, eh. it didn't bother me, but I just got to mention it because, yeah. For the most part, if you greet people here, they've been pretty convivial and jovial so i like that but the lady in the shuttle and she had that karen haircut too and and she was kind of a bitch to the fucking i just realized i hadn't cursed this whole time but whenever they spark my ire i have to anyway she didn't tip the driver she didn't thank the driver she just got out he opened the thing and and didn't even look at him or thank him and there's also a sign at the front of the shuttle that says tips are welcome so i had like two three bucks left over from my duncan purchase and when he brought me to the car rental place, he was about to leave with my, with my luggage still in the back. He's like, uh, what do you need? I'm like, I need my luggage, please. He's like, oh, and he left. And after that, and I, and I gave him three bucks as a tip. And he left, and I told him it's fine. Don't worry about it. And so the I spent a little bit of time at the car rental place because they like to drag ass. And then a lot of... A lot of deposits or whatever and blah, 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 but they, they're going to return money once I get back and return the car and I got to refuel the car and they take footage and video of the car and blah, blah, blah. And I got a, I got a black Kia, which is fine. I hate Kia. I hate Nissan, but I'm kind of glad I didn't get a Nissan. Oh, and the people that were there uh, before me, like this white couple, she was like asking and asking while well, the girl was. So that kind of makes me think like I'm kind of glad I don't have a girlfriend to travel with because this girl that was renting the car ahead of me was like a total chatterbox a ball breaker if you will, if you will but and i could just see her guy's face like she's in charge he's not but guess who's in charge of my trip and my travels me i don't think i could have had as much fun if i had company i think at least during travel I like doing this whole travel thing. I hadn't done it. The last time I traveled before this was 2017. The Joker's Cruise to New Orleans. And the New Orleans airport is was, I thought at the time, filthy. I just hope that they've remedied that. But yeah, it was dirty, man. It's like even to walk. Like you could smell. You can smell New Orleans when you touch down. Trust me. I would like to go back, though, especially during the fall. During Halloween, that's when I, I went. So I went to the cruise, and yeah, as I've said before, after the cruise, I was sick for about a whole month, which was fucked up. Oh, those were the days, but 
so yeah, that was the last time I, I flew and traveled was New Orleans 2017. So like four years, four years of me not flying or traveling. And then five years of me not being here in Jersey in the West coast. So imagine that. I wonder how much it is to sit at the Molly pitcher. It looks expensive. The no tum seems expensive. I don't know. I think I prefer the, the Airbnb. It's like more homey and you get to sleep in a bed and it's private and, it's still pretty close to Red Bank. Like literally for me to walk from here to the stash is like less than 10 minutes. <sighs> but yeah, so uh, after the car rental agency, which is a lot of paperwork and yin yang and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Got a black Kia, got in the car. And the car is pretty nice actually. So from there it was just driving with my phone at like 20%, wondering if, if the... Waze app would hold enough for me to like figure out how to get down here. So it, from there, it was just about 45, 50 minutes in the afternoon driving from Newark airport area down here to Red Bank, which is took about that long, maybe 50. Uh, the only time that I got into a little skirmish was on the, on the road is a, a fucking car with New York plates honked at me because the fucker's in my blind spot and I'm trying to get over and the fucker's like not moving ahead. He's not closing the gap. So the New York car honked at me and I just raised my hand like they do in the Sopranos. Like, Oh, not, not the chef's kiss gesture, not the, not the circle game gesture, but the, the, the single right hand up, like forget about it. Like whatever I did that. (laughs) And then, of course, I, I went into some faux, like, New York, Jersey type of no-good-nick accent to be like, don't be an asshole. And I don't know. I didn't flip them off because I don't want to get, you know, into scuffles out here. I'll just do that when I drive at home. But So, yeah, it was a lot of driving south and, and just, you know, hoping that the phone didn't wouldn't die before I got to the actual Airbnb here, which I got here just in time. Parking was good, and I was able to put on, like I said, Alabama 3, put on some Soprano stuff and, and record some, <laughs> record myself driving just for a little bit. So I got here around 2.30ish or so. I actually got here about the time it would have taken, I mean, perfect time because check-in was at 3. So got here, found the parking, found everything. I got very meticulous instructions of how to get here, and I did, and brought everything up. It's uh, the hallways are a little old timey, so they look like Kubrickian hallways. And then, of course, the elevator looks straight out of Night Shyamalan. But it's an old building, but it's nice. And like I said, I'm just here respectfully. I'm going to leave, so I'm going to leave on Monday. Not now. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And what do I have planned for this weekend? I'm going to have a good time. There's going to be some gatherings of, oh, God, the cult, the anthill. The gathering over here. Yeah. And it's funny, I've been getting like snaps and, and shout out, by the way, to Alicia, to Nikki, to Adam, to everybody. Hopefully the people that I see here are, are nice. So I hope. But anyway, yeah, I, I've been told that I should. Distractions, distractions, distractions. Oh, yeah, so I've been getting um, snap replies because when I went to the stash, I, I snapped some stuff from the stash. And uh, I got a reply from somebody who I guess was out here that I had on snap, but who'd never messaged me before or talked to me. And they're like, oh, I signed the wall at the quick stop, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And uh, and so I told her I'm here for Frank Five Day. And she's like, oh, you're going to see a lot of people. I'm like, I haven't seen anyone yet since yesterday. I'm like, they're like, you will. You will tomorrow. So the stash opens in 40 minutes. I'm going to go out, out there, get my pork roll, egg, and cheese on, and maybe a decaf. And I'm going to go to Duncan for that, for the decaf. But anyway. And uh, so the girl from Snap is like, uh, you should join the group, and, and so you'll meet lots of cool people. Little does she know that I was banned from the cacao as the crow flies. I'm literally staring at a crow. It's like, 
um, the stand, <laughs> Stephen King's the stand. It's like Randall Flags there. Anyway, uh, saw this girl from Snap. I was like, you should join the the Facebook group and so you'll meet all kinds of cool people. Little does she know that I was in the group for the longest time. Left it, came back, got banned, and no longer have any use for it. People will find me. I'll they'll find me. I'll find them. Whatever. Maybe I shouldn't just wear a vest. I don't know. Should I wear my vest? It's Saturday. Why can't I wear my vest? Nobody else is. I think I'll just. And by the way, so I went to the stash as I closed this up. Got situated. Took a shower. <sighs> napped. Tried to nap for you know twenty forty minutes. Woke up. Still had a couple hours before the stash. Uh, closed, so I went down to Red Bank, went to the old stash location, took pictures, felt sad, went to the new stash, saw Mike there, because you know, and he keep on trucking, leave him out here to see what happens, that guy, he was at the stash, so I walk into the stash, he's not wearing his mask, I walk in, he puts his mask on, that's cool though, like I, I don't, I don't begrudge them from not wearing a mask, it's like they don't know that I have to wear a mask for like eight hours, but so I go to the Tesdi General Store, and who's back there? None other than Gesdi himself. And I, I had to work up the nerve, but I had a conversation with Get him Steve Dave yesterday. Didn't take pictures because I'm not here to kiss ass. Maybe later I'll take pictures. But so I had a conversation for with Get him for about 45 minutes to an hour, just telling him the, how great he is and how appreciative I am of him and, and, and all the jucks, <laughs> all the funny that he brings. And just, you know, just to see how he's doing and how he's doing. So it, it felt good. And I was like, sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. And he's like, oh, yeah, super busy. So it, it was good just having a good normal conversation with Gim Steve Dave and not being super fanboyish, but like I said, very humble and appreciative of, of him. I don't know if he would be down to record something with me now. Probably not. Uh, I did forget to ask him about the Rob Bruce episode and what happened with that, but I will ask him later today, maybe. I'm also supposed to meet up with other people today, hopefully, but I'm not sure if that's going to go down or not. The way I'm looking at things is I'm keeping it. Why does everyone wear vans? Like, why does every white girl have those black vans, the cult vans? I'm, I'm literally looking at this couple with a kid that the the mom's wearing vans at the parking lot. I guess they're walking to the Molly Pitcher and everybody has super clean shoes and their little kid has like a little yellow raincoat. She looks like the little girl from Schindler's List. I'm running out of time here, so I'll just say to be continued. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Fuck you, SoundCloud. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you for listening. Cannot usurp this. And wait, wait, wait. Let's see if I can set this up. Please, 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 please play. Later, Sorale. Ooh, yeah. You might been hurt, babe.